At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Beeson's Bet Center rolling along here on a Saturday here at Circa. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Plenty to talk about here on a U.S. Open Saturday. A full slate of baseball, hockey, Stanley Cup final game, too. A lot to go through here today here on Bet Center. Uh, Brad Spielberger, though, will be with us next segment talking football. Paul, Spo- Paul Stone after that. We've some of his favorite season win totals in college football. So a lot to get to over the next hour. Again, don't look now. It's June 18th, guys. We're getting close. Two, two months and a week from college football and two and a half months from the NFL. Pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Pretty awesome that that's the case there for sure. Let's go into baseball, though. We have two games starting in the next 15 minutes. The nationally televised games. We already mentioned the Cleveland Guardians earlier, who all of a sudden are only are right in the mix in the AL Central, only a game out and right in the mix in the wild card race, currently the second wild card in the AL. They'll send Cal Quantrill to the mound against Julio Urias, and the Dodgers are huge favorites on DraftKings tonight, not surprisingly. Minus 280. Woo! Big price. Minus 280 on the Dodgers, plus 235. Coming back on the guards, maybe maybe you consider doing that. Maybe you take the huge price, maybe a plus money run line even. A lot you can do with that. That is a huge price on the Dodgers. Not overly surprising. That is a pretty nice pitching advantage for the LA Dodgers, but that's still a huge price on the Guardians on the take back if you want to take a shot there. And then the other game, Dakota Hudson and Cutter Crawford. That is a great baseball name. Cutter. What a name. Going for the Sox tonight. Boston's a minus 115 favorite against St. Louis. The Red Sox won last night behind Michael Waka, who was awesome against his former team. What a, what a renaissance for Michael Waka this year. In all seriousness, what a renaissance. And the Red Sox, who, again, just keep finding ways with pitchers that on paper should not be able to pitch particularly well. And yet here they are with Nick Pavetta pitching well. Michael Waka's been awesome this year. And the Red Sox currently right now in the AL wildcard chase. The Red Sox currently a half game behind Tampa for the final spot in the American League. So they're right in the thick of things as Boston, again, trying to make the postseason 
for the second consecutive year. Uh, the Red Sox, of course, didn't make it in 2020. Actually finished them last in the AL East that year. But the Sox trying to get back to the postseason yet again. And then the late games in baseball, we'll get to these as we go through as well. But you have a game at Coors tonight, the Colorado Rockies, and the San Diego Padres tonight. Of course, the Padres got smoked last night. A bad outing for rookie-to-year favorite Mackenzie Gore at Coors Field last night. Today, Nick Martinez against Herman Marquez, who has just had a devil of a time this year. Uh, the Padres have actually just flipped to a favorite. That's happened in the last 90 seconds. Padres minus 115, Rockies minus 105, high total, down from the 12 now at 11.5, juiced over on set 11.5 for the Rocks and the Padres tonight. Padres in first place in the NL West by themselves. Half-game lead over the L.A. Dodgers. And then the last two games of the night, we don't know who's starting yet in Seattle, the Angels, and the Mariners. Jose Suarez will go for the Angels. They are favored on the road, minus 120 at DK. Even money on the take back on the homestanding Mariners. And then in Arizona, the Twins send Dylan Bunny to the mound. They're minus 115 favorites against the D-backs. Luke Weaver, your pitcher for Arizona. The Twins again holding on in the AL Central. First place, game clear of Cleveland. Five clear of Chicago. As we roll along in the AL Central there. On the golf side of things, Matthew Fitzpatrick with a bogey five on 18. So we're going to have a tie at the top of the leaderboard going to Sunday with at least Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick. Rom will have a chance, though, who just birdied the par 5 14th to go to three under. So Rom a shot behind Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick right now Hadwin Keegan Bradley at two and then the rest of the field in one under so there you go on the golf side of things live betting odds right now your betting favorite is Will Zalatoris at plus 320 at DraftKings John Rahm at plus 330 Fitzpatrick at plus 350 Scheffler at plus 650 Rory at nine to one who's sitting in one under Bradley and Burns both at 16 to 1. Burns just got in at 1 under. And then Adam Hadwin at 25 to 1. Everyone else is 65 to 1 or longer right now in this golf tournament. An implosion by Morikawa today is all the way back at 1 under. Morikawa is 6 over through 13. Yikes. He's on the par 5, 14. going to need to make up some ground if you're going to stay in things. If you're Colin Morikawa, the, him and. Joel Damon were your two favorites going into the day. Damon is four over, three shots back. He's in the collection and one under with Rory Scheffler and Burns right now in the top 10 with no chops. If you're looking at that, that would be a nice one. If you had Damon top 10, if he can hold on through the rest of this tournament. Back to baseball, though. Looking at awards here real quick. Because the Cy Young races in both leagues, Alex Manoa had moved up to the third favorite going into today. Alex Manoa did not have a good performance today for the Toronto Blue Jays as the Yankees beat him 4 nothing. But if you're looking at futures odds right now and awards, BetMGM right now has this. Justin Verlander and Shane McClanahan are your co-AL favorites at plus 350. Manoa's at plus 550. Garrett Cole, Kevin Gausman, Nestor Cortez at 10 to 1. Shane Bieber, Tariq Skubal at 20 to 1. Dylan Cease at 25 to 1. And then I don't think anyone else after that right now can be realistically thought of. Of course, last year you could have Robbie Ray in July at 100 to 1. And of course, he ended up winning the Cy Young. The NL side. Sandy Alcantara at plus 350. He'll pitch tomorrow. Joe Musgrove was put on the COVID list today, plus 450. Burns at five to one to the reigning Cy Young. Wheeler twelve to one. Freed and Lopez at fourteen. Rodon at sixteen. Nolan Gonsolin at twenty. Gallon at thirty with Kyle Wright. And then uh, you have a collection of guys at forty to one with Scherzer, who's still on the IL. Kershaw and Julio Urias. But on the AL side, and I'll say this, and I and if you if you know, I've 
heard what I've said on the network in the past. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Garrett Cole. But haven't we gone too far on Garrett Cole now? Why is Garrett Cole 10 to 1? On a, on a, again, you can argue that between him and Cortez. Cortez, you could say, has been better this year. No argument there. But 10 to 1 on the guy who has been considered the best pitcher in the American League the last few years on a team that is currently having a historic 55 game start to the major league season. Like Cole's numbers are not his best. He's given up a ton of homers, obviously. But don't you have to consider Garrett Cole at 10 to 1? I think you have to consider Cortez at 10 to 1 as well. But it is kind of jarring to see Garrett Cole where he's not, by no stretch is he having a bad season. He had a bad start. He had that ridiculous start in Minnesota where he just kept giving up homers. Didn't matter. Yankees won that game anyway. But a 10-to-1, that feels steeper than it should be. And I know Manoa, you can argue stats. Oh, Manoa's been really good. Alex Manoa's now winning the Cy Young. Unless if Kevin Gosman falls apart. Because Gosman, to me, is still considered the guy there in Toronto. Till proven otherwise. I'd rather have Gosman than Manoa. Garrett Cole's the best bet on the board. And that really is, again, not a Garrett Cole fan by much of the imagination. But 10-1 to 1 is just too big of a drift on Cole. And then in the NL side, the NL Cy Young. And I'm curious later in the show when we have Dan Leach with us for the last two hours. What he has to say on this. The NL Cy Young race is one of the hardest handicapping races I can remember at this point of the season. Now, we have a lot to go. We're only two months in. Alcantara has been brilliant. And it doesn't matter anymore what type of team you're on for Cy Young, what your win-loss record is, because the Marlins just can't hit. But I really have a hard time seeing Alcantara winning this award. The one problem in my argument would be is... If not him, then who? Because Joe Musgrove has been awesome so far. Plus 450. I don't see that. I actually like the repeat. Corbin Burns at 5-1 to one feels pretty reasonable. So does Aaron Nola at 20-1. to one. Now, the problem for Nola is when you're considered the second-best guy in your staff, and this is the problem for Manoa in the AL side, it's hard for you to hop said ace in order to win a Cy Young. But Nolan, Noah's been pretty good on the NL side. So 20 to 1 on Aaron Noah on the NL side is 30 to 1 not that long ago, but 20 to 1 feels too short. These are bet MGM that I'm referring to. He could be longer elsewhere, and I think he is longer as of this morning at DraftKings. He's not even on our board on DraftKings. So as of this morning, because they pulled him off once the game started, he was 30 to 1. So there you go. I, I shop around as always with these prices. Shop around. You may be better to be, be able to do better than 10 to 1 with Cole. Maybe be able to do better than 20, 30 to 1 with Aaron Noah. Shop around as always. We're gonna shift over. We got some NFL to talk about. Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus. We got a lot to talk about with Brad. Two months away, getting closer to the NFL season. That's next here on VEASAN's Bat Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. 
Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zin 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strength, nicotine, Zin nicotine pouches, Zin nicotine pouches, I should say, deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zin nicotine pouches for 10 days or get your money back. Your fresh start is here with the Zin 10 Challenge today at Zin.com slash 10, just the number itself. That's Zin, Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zinn nicotine pouches are for adults 21 and older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is VEASAN's Bet Center. Happy to be with you here on a U.S. Open Saturday. Real quick, John Rahm is now in the co-lead. So the defending champion with a birdie on 15, on 16 now, will have a chance to Possibly even have the lead by himself with three holes to play. He's at four under along with Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick, who are both already in the clubhouse. 68 for Fitzpatrick, 67 for Zalatoris. Rahm is going to have a birdie putt on the par 3 16th. Uh, probably about 25 feet for Rahm there for birdie. Scotty Scheffler, Keegan Bradley in a collection of a few two shots back of that trio at the top of the leaderboard right now. But let's shift gears and let's let's go to the NFL here. Uh he he's uh the salary cap analyst and expert for Pro Football Focus. Uh, we're happy to have him with us right now. Brad Spielberger joins us. Brad, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh Brad, I, I just want to dive in and and I just want to look at this from the betting perspective more so than handicapping what we think should happen or what we what probably will happen. And that's from the Cleveland Browns perspective, we assume we're not going to see Deshaun Watson for a very long time this year, and and properly so. Uh, from Cleveland's perspective, most of these books have numbers off. Behind me, it's Circa. They have a win total of nine. They are the second favorite in the AFC North. They are plus 125 to make the playoffs. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year... And assuming Baker is like, yeah, I'm not playing for you guys again, and we'll get to Baker a little later, how is this team approaching nine wins and getting over that total, no less? Yeah, I'm not seeing it with Jacoby Brissett under center. You know, a solid backup quarterback, a guy that does have starting experience, but not someone that I think in that vaunted AFC North can win, you know, go above 500. For all those reasons, I love Baltimore Ravens at plus 220. I don't know what it is now, but I I put a – a good amount on that one when it, when it first dropped because I felt like this suspension was a factor that was being overlooked. No, I, you and I agree there. And, and, and Baltimore, look, they were in first place. They were eight and three. They were the number one seed in the AFC. And then the injuries just became too much in that six game losing streak to end the season right now at DraftKings, the Baltimore Ravens 
in the AFC North are your betting favorites at plus 185. And the Bengals currently actually have uh, hopped Cleveland as well now, plus 195 on the Bengals. Uh, but from a, we, we'll keep with the Ravens first and then we'll move the Baker Mayfield stuff. But with, with Lamar Jackson, uh, he's due for this big contract. And of course, your, your expertise is the cap. We know how quarterbacks are getting. Obviously, we saw Rodgers finally get his guaranteed deal in the offseason. Uh, Mahomes is getting paid a ton of money with the cap gymnastics that Kansas City has been able to do for a few years. Just what do you expect when Lamar and Baltimore agree to terms? What do you expect that deal to look like? And then what do you think the impact for Baltimore building out a roster where the Ravens have been as good as anyone building out rosters through their uh, through their history? Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, we always are going to see the quarterback market continue to go up. And frankly, I think if you're Baltimore, you're probably trying to beat the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray to an extension if that is in talks as well. You know, I think Lamar Jackson will will top the 40 million per year number and probably look to get closer to 45 to Sean Watson at 46 million per year. Obviously, that deal entirely fully guaranteed, completely unprecedented. So, you know, I, I think he's going to push for that number. I know there are detractors and folks that point to, you know, his lack of ability as a passer, but won an MVP in his first four seasons. Obviously, a winner when he's on the field and and is is, is vital to this offense in Baltimore. Oh, 100%. We, again, we saw it at the end of last year. As well as as well as well Huntley played in relief, it's just not the same when Lamar Jackson is not under center for that Raven team. Uh, the other AFC North quarterback that could be on the move, Baker Mayfield, who, again, of course, the trade, even before the Deshaun Watson trade, it seemed like Baker was on the outs. The Watson trade happens, even though we may not see him for a long time. We, He's, he's played his last game in Cleveland, despite the fact that the Browns may actually want him to play uh, if Watson gets a full season suspension. But the teams that have been floated, Carolina, Seattle, like, even though it seems like Seattle's not really interested now, I, how much would you even get back if you're Cleveland? Isn't this just one of those? You get a set, like a seventh-round pick, and that's that? So the thing there is going to be how much salary the Cleveland Browns are willing to retain. We saw with Ryan Tannehill going from Miami to Tennessee, they got a fourth-round pick because the Dolphins kept about $5 million on the books. It happened last year at the deadline with Von Miller. That's why the Broncos got a second and a third-round pick. So it sounds like Carolina wants the Cleveland Browns to retain maybe $13, 14000000 million of the roughly $19 million total that is owed to Cleveland uh, to owe to Baker Mayfield. And when, when you do that and retain that much money, you then try to boost the trade compensation. But I still, I don't see anything better than a fourth round pick. Um, the interesting thing is you mentioned Seattle and Carolina, which seem to be the teams that make the most sense. But hypothetically, if the Browns did agree to retain the lion's share of that money, if you're a team like Tampa Bay and it's a one-year $5 million deal for Baker Mayfield to be your backup, maybe be the successor to Tom Brady, that's just one example. But I think more teams maybe enter the conversation mm. if it really is just a, a fourth-round pick for a one-year $5 million deal on a guy that has shown promise. Yeah, I, again, I know I know Baker was bad last year, but how much of that was the injury? Because we're talking about a guy who the year before was so close to knocking Kansas City out of the playoffs in their own building and, and taking the Browns to heights that we didn't that Browns fans never would have thought was possible anyway. Uh, but again, on the outs, as we know, I, I want to switch to receivers here, Brad. Uh, Brad Spielberger with us right now co uh, covers the NFL for Pro Football Focus. Wide receiver wise, Terry McLaurin not looks like he's not going to show up for the uh, for for mini for mandatory minicamp. Uh, of course, we saw earlier in the offseason the whole Debo Samuel situation that turned into really nothing at this as of right now. But for McLaurin and and for Samuel, especially in an offseason where you saw Tyree Kill get his huge deal, get traded to Miami, where you see AJ Brown get his huge deal in the trade to Philadelphia. What do you think those two guys warranted a new deal? And then I think the other question would be, do you see either of those guys getting dealt and getting the deal from a different team like Brown and like Hill? I think at this point, those guys are clearly well above the 20 million per year number. I think the AJ Brown contract is a big deal. 
in that 2019 draft class, a fellow second-round pick like Debo Samuel, also like DK Metcalf, who's looking for an extension in his own right. McLaurin went in the third, but nevertheless, in that group of players, they're looking around that $25 million per year number, and it, and it becomes a question of, does the first person to the table maybe get a smaller deal, and then everyone continues to build on it? Um, I would say, of the three players I just mentioned, the guy I think most likely to get traded is DK Metcalf. Mm -hmm. I think Washington with Terry McLaurin, and now San Francisco with Debo Samuel, are going to get a deal done before the season kicks off. Metcalf, of course, uh, Seattle obviously trading Russell Wilson this offseason. And it is, even though they're not going to admit it publicly, that is a rebuild there in Seattle. Even though uh, getting Russ right away, right out of the gate, that will be a fun matchup week one between Denver and Seattle. Just uh, before we let you go uh, here, Brad, ju just looking at, at, the, at the contract that Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick, that is signed uh, with Pittsburgh, just how does that change defensive markets moving forward, especially in the secondary where we saw the Jamal Adams trade to Seattle and then the big contract that ensued. We can say that it hasn't really worked out, but with Fitzpatrick, that trade with Miami has worked and has earned every penny that he has gotten here. Yeah, there's a bunch of safeties also looking for extensions off of that number. That was a big time deal. You know, I think it was, it was, it was, not a surprise he surpassed Jamal Adams, but legitimately, you know, jumped him at about 18 and a quarter million dollars per year. I think Derwin James with the Los Angeles Chargers is more likely to also get a deal done. I think the biggest impact is in that AFC North with those Cincinnati Bengals. I think this makes things even more difficult for Jesse Bates who is on the franchise tag, has to sign a multi-year deal by July 15th. Otherwise, he can only play on the franchise tag. I honestly think a holdout for the entire season is at least a possibility for Jesse Bates this year. Well, that would be a, a very big deal for the defending AFC champions who, again, key part to their run a year ago. He's Brad Spielberger, of course, covers the NFL and the salary cap expert for Pro Football Focus. Brad, pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for being with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, absolutely. Brad Spielberger, everyone. When we come back, Paul Stone is going to join us. We have plenty to talk about college football win totals out and about in the open. And Paul has a few for us today that we that he kind of likes. We'll go through them next. Here on VEASAN's Bet Center, there's the marquee here at Circa. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Put some cash in your pockets with the Wrangler Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler and compete for your share at $10,000 in prizes. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles here on VEASAN's Bet Center. Our guy Dan Leach is going to be joining us in a half hour. But first, we got to get to Paul Stone. Of course, uh, Paul, uh, as you know, at Paul Stone Sports on the tweets, one of the sharpest college football guys there is in this business. Paul, thanks for being with me today. Well, Jeff, great to be with you, and it's great to be uh, sitting here on June 18th uh, talking a lot of college football. It's a great time of the year, and it'll be upon us before we know it. Oh, absolutely. Again, it, we're already at the U.S. Open in golf. Like, it just it, we're, we're getting ever so closer. The NBA's done, and now we can move forward to, uh, to season win totals and more in college football, Paul. And I, I just want to start off, we'll go through some win totals, and then we'll see if we have some time for some futures here. I want, I want to start... I want to start in, in in your home state. I want to start in Lubbock with Texas Tech. Uh, the Red Raiders right now at DraftKings, five and a half, their season win total. What what way are you looking to go with the Red Raiders? Of course, a new era there in Lubbock. Joey McGuire, the first-time head coach. Yeah, you know, Joey McGuire is a guy who, first of all, Jeff, he made his name initially as a highly successful uh, high school coach mm -hmm. in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, and he takes over a Texas Tech program. The Red Raiders, they've recorded 12 straight losing records in Big 12 play. So they're only 36-71 and 71 the last 12 years in conference play. They've only had ones, they've only won more than five regular season games once in the last four years, 
and that was last year when they won six in the regular season. I don't see a whole lot really to, you know, to suggest that they're going to win half of their 12 regular season games this year. They host Houston, a very strong Houston team that is a legitimate uh, top 25 preseason team. And then they have to go to NC State, also in a non-conference, a game they're going to be catching double digits. Um, Fred Raiders also, they've only got, I believe, four returning starters on offense. I think McGuire, given time, he's really recruiting well. Uh, given time, he might uh, lift the program at some point. But it's going to take time. And I took Texas Tech under five and a half at minus 120. Well, under five and a half is where Paul is going on the Red Raiders. By the way, quick golf update. John Rahm with his third birdie in four holes to take an outright lead heading to 18. John Rahm, the defending U.S. Open champ, now at five under par, a shot clear of both Salators and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, Rahm, one hole to play here in round three. So the former number one in the world looking very sharp there just outside of Boston. Paul Stone with us talking some college football right now. Paul uh, let, let's go a little bit north of where you're at. Let's go to uh, West Lafayette, Indiana, Purdue, the Boilers, a, a win total of seven and a half here. You know, obviously, uh, Purdue has to win eight games for an underplayer to lose their bet. And I'm kind of an underplayer. You will see a theme here today. <laughs> Boilermakers, they lose their best player on both offense and defense. And I believe that production is going to be really difficult to replace. First of all, on offense, they lose wide receiver David Bell. Guy had 232 career receptions, uh, almost 3,000 career yards. Then defensive end George Karloftis, 29 career tackles for loss, 14 career sacks. Karloftis, you might remember, the 30th overall pick in the NFL draft, so that's a big-time loss. Bell actually went in the third round of this past uh, April's draft. I think that's going to end up being a steal. He was a big-time college player. And then if that's not enough, their number two receiver last year, Milton Wright, who would have been their number one guy this year, Wright had 57 catches last year for over 700 yards. He gets declared academically ineligible in mid-May. So I think the Boilers are going to be hard-pressed to win eight games. I recommend Purdue under 7.5 at minus 120. Purdue under seven and a half for Paul. Again, it's a tough schedule too for the Boilers. Uh, that a lot to ask them to win eight. So under seven and a half for Paul Stone on Purdue. Let's go to Seattle. New coach there. Of course, the Jimmy Lake era ended pretty quickly. Kalen DeBoer, who did a very nice job at Fresno State, now moves north from Fresno to Seattle to take over the Washington program. Uh, the Paul, the Huskies, seven and a half on the win total here, flat flat on each side. You know, it's the same situation as Purdue that we just talked about. The Huskies are going to have to win eight games for under players to lose their bet. And obviously you spoke of uh, Chris Peterson, the former coach who left after the 2019 season. His longtime defensive coordinator, Jimmy Lake, uh, gets promoted to head coach without any kind of search. Uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but obviously uh, that didn't work out. Now they turn to Kalen DeBoer. Uh, I believe he's going to need some time, you know, really to get this roster ramped back up to upper division Pac-12 status. Uh, he did get his uh, guy that he had when he was the offensive coordinator at Indiana, his quarterback there, a real athletic but often injured guy, Michael Penix Jr., among the contenders for the quarterback position there, could help his cause. But again, it's just difficult. When I look at their schedule, look at where they play some of those games, it's difficult for me to project eight wins this season for the Huskies. Washington under seven and a half at minus 110. What, one more Pac-12 team to look at here, Paul. Colorado in year three of Carl Durrell. They have a low win total here of three and a half. Yeah, I mean, this is probably my favorite of the four. Um, under three and a half at, at minus 135 there at DraftKings. Colorado, in the era of the transfer portal, they've probably suffered more roster attrition than any school in the country, certainly in the ballpark. They've had 22 players leave the program. Unfortunately for them, not just any players, uh, they've lost their running back, Jared Broussard, a guy who rushed for almost 900 yards in just six games uh, back in the abbreviated 2020 season. He was actually the Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year back in 2020. They lost just about their entire secondary. 
uh, with a couple of those guys going to Oregon and USC, if they're not favored, Colorado, if they're not favored at Arizona on October 1st, I think they're likely going to be underdog in all 12 games. So that's a, a difficult uh, thing to overcome if you're trying to win four games. I don't see Colorado winning three games. I think two is more like it. I took Colorado under three and a half at minus 135. It's an unbelievably difficult schedule for them out of, out of conference, no less. Their only home game in, in non-con play, Paul, is is TCU. I understand it's a, it, it, it's a new era there in Fort Worth, but at Air Force, at Minnesota, Colorado did themselves no favors in non-conference this year. No, they've got one of the more difficult uh, non-conference, uh, you know, three-game slates uh, there, like you, you speak of. I mean, Air Force is going to be, you know, Air Force is going to be one of the favorites in the Mountain West. Uh, they're going to be sky high, you know, playing their in-state uh, state school rival and uh, Minnesota team that uh, you know PJ Flex done a great job with. And then you spoke about the uh, the game that I believe is their opening game against TCU at home. Uh, but it's against a quality Big 12 opponent, so uh, they're, they've got to, they've got to have a top 10 uh, among the most difficult schedules in the country, maybe even top five. They don't have any. Uh, the schedule maker did them no favors at all. No, not at all. Paul Stone is with us right now here on Bet Center, talking some college football. Paul, uh, I, I just want to move uh, quickly into uh, just the Big 12 as a whole here, since you're you're, you're down in Texas. Uh, Oklahoma, completely new era now, of course, uh, there in in Norman, uh, year two for Sarkeesian in Texas. Is there anything that you're looking to do with the Big 12 this year, especially as the tenures wind down for the Sooners and the Horns before they move to the SEC? Well, I tell you, I, I think, first of all, Jeff, the top four teams, the teams that finished in the top four in last year's Big 12 final standings, uh, that those being in order, Oklahoma State, uh, Baylor, Oklahoma, and Iowa State, all those teams are down a notch or two. I, I don't think anybody that follows the conference closely would disagree. Uh, and I think Texas, I think they've got an opportunity. It's a wide-open league. Texas certainly has defensive questions. They certainly have some offensive line questions. But they've got great skill position people. I think taking Texas at plus 300 to win the Big 12 championship game if they indeed make that championship game, uh, they're going to be getting a money line price that is not as attractive as plus 300, if that makes sense. And that's what mm-hmm. you kind of got to look at when you're looking at these future tickets. So I think Texas plus 300, I think the Longhorns might ultimately win the conference. I think that's probably the best play on the board in those conference outright odds in the Big 12. There you go, Paul, uh, looking to the Horns, 3-1 to one, to win the Big 12. He's Paul Stone. Uh, one of the sharpest people there there is out there on college football. You can get Paul on the tweets at Paul Stone Sports. Find his great work there. And, of course, uh, with Mitch and Pauly as well on Follow the Money as the season approaches. Paul, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, anytime. Uh, appreciate you guys calling me, Jeff. Y'all have a great weekend. Enjoy the Open. We, we will. Thank you so much to Paul Stone for joining us here today. The NBA draft is only a few days away. Jamari Smith is the favorite to go number one. I'll tell you if I think that's right. That's next here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. 
every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match public opinion. That's where you take advantage of betting splits. You can also not only just check out today's action, you can check out tomorrow's action as well as on the VSIN betting splits. Another way that we are trying to make you smarter betters here at VSIN. Check it out today. The betting splits for every game, VEASAN.com, right now. Rory McIlroy in at one under for the tournament, a 73 for Rory. He's four shots behind John Rahm. Again, this is John Rahm's tournament now. A one-shot lead heading to 18 for Rahm. As Rahm has birdied three of the last four. Currently, the odds look like they're off the board. Now they're back. Rahm's, Rahm's plus 180. If Rahm... I, I don't know where Rom is right now in 18. I didn't see where his tee shot went. But if John Rom has a one-shot lead at this golf t- golf course of all places, isn't him at anything near two to one a bet going into tomorrow? I think it is. I, I'm curious what Dan Leach will have to say when we get going uh, with him starting the next hour for the next two. But that seems pretty juicy, a plus 180 for Rom. Aaron Weiser, yeah, just hit a, uh, or excuse me, that was a Hayden Buckley, actually, just hit a nice shot. But Rom, oh, maybe that's why his numbers is low, not not uh, not better. He's in the bunker. Also, why did the USGA have these guys tee off at a quarter to four today, the last group on the East Coast? I know it's summertime. I know the longest day of the year is on Monday. Or excuse me. Wait, is summer solstice the twentieth or the twenty first? We're gonna have, we're gonna have we're gonna have to get uh, we're gonna have to get either Brian or Taker Elliott Bowman. We have two producers back there right now. Someone's gonna have to find that one out. I don't remember if it's the twentieth or the twenty first. There we go, twenty first. Thank you, Elliot. But shouldn't have the guys almost tee off at four o'clock. That's ridiculous. Oh, there you go. That's why the odds are not good. John Rom just went into the limp of the bunker. Oh man. <laughs> Sometimes golfers are just like us. Sometimes. Oh, that he almost it almost ended up in his foot divot. Oh, what a mess here on 18 for Rom, who goes from again, I maybe I I spoke too soon. Rom's all the way back to four to one now. Well, here's his third. Got it out that time. Where does it go? Let's see. And another oh boy. <laughs> In the other bunker, just short of the green. Oh, this is, oh, this is turning into quite the mess for Rom. This is go from go from being tied for the lead, but like this is going to be a hard up and down for five here. Wow. Well, I I I, I spoke too sh- soon. This has been a weird day with some top of the line guys doing some like, U.S. Open stuff. 
We saw Scotty Scheffler completely lose his mind for six holes earlier. Colin Morikawa is heading for 78 at this rate. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is shocking. Well, I will say, if Rom is one shot back, that definitely changes the way you look to bet it. Because if Rom is one shot back going to tomorrow, that is absolutely a bet for me. If you're going to give me almost four or five to one on Rom a shot behind, that's a bet. I, I, I we'll, we'll see. I will discuss this as we go along here throughout the next two hours of the show. I do want to hit the ice here, though, before we hit some NBA. Maybe we'll save the NBA for later on in the show. Game number two, Stanley Cup final tonight. The Avs and the Lightning. Colorado, of course, Barkovsky in overtime. Giving the Avs a one-game-to-none lead and a 4-3 game one win. Stormy Bonatoni likes the under and the Lightning here, more so the under. I also like the under. I think I would actually. I might actually consider, I might actually bet the under before this game starts in 20 minutes. The Lightning, and and this is a a good stretch right now in, in Stanley Cup final games. When the road in the last, and this was from Ralph Michaels, in the last nine Stanley Cup finals where game one was lost by the road team, seven of the nine had gone under in game two. Now just a little bit of a different animal, but wouldn't you want to just take the under and expect Vasilevsky to go nuts tonight? Vasilevsky, who really was not sharp early in game one and then was awesome until the goal scored no T. But wouldn't you expect this to be more of an under game? Oh, boy, Rom. Oh, boy. Unless if that thing comes back, that's going to be like 20 feet for bogey. Yeah. Oh, man. We might end up with Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick by themselves in the final group, but no Rom here. Actually, you know what? Now it does absolutely. Even if Rom makes this putt, it'll be Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick in your final group tomorrow. Because Rom went out later than those guys today. But the only bet I really do would, would consider taking today is the under. Now, I do kind of like Tampa in the series price. And if you like Tampa in the series price, you're kind of liking Tampa tonight. Because if Tampa loses tonight, that series price will balloon north of $3. Probably plus $350, 340 Maybe you wait if you like Colorado tonight and you think Tampa can come from two love down for a second consecutive series, which they are absolutely capable of. But the only thing I really like tonight I would is the under. That's the only bet I would consider taking today in this one. No real props. The only prop that stands out at Ben MGM, and I'm not a huge fan of laying, laying a, a minus 160, but I do like Nish, Nishkinen at minus 160 over over two and a half shots. That's the only thing I'd consider prop-wise today. Landis Cog also at over two and a half minus 175 isn't terrible as well. But this is this is an under game for me. This is an under game tonight in Denver. And we'll have more with Dan Leach at the top of the hour as well, previewing this game to the the bitter end of the pre-flop betting into your game two of the Stanley Cup final. Tonight in Denver, Rom's bogey putt is coming momentarily. Again, Rom is currently the sole leader. He will not be the sole leader, even if this putt goes. As Rom probably is about 18 feet for bogey on 18. That thing not going to turn. Rom is going to double 18. Look at that. So John Rom will be third by himself and goes from the lead by himself. To a shot back. So your final pairing tomorrow will be Will Zalatoris and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Zalatoris, who of course has come close in multiple majors now, and Matthew Fitzpatrick, who is, of course, won here in 2013 in the U.S. Amateur. Matthew Fitzpatrick, amazingly enough, has never won on the PGA Tour. All of his wins have been in the European Tour. His last European Tour victory came last year at the Estrella Masters. I'm going to say that's in Spain. Yes, it is. So there you go. Been a while for Matthew Fitzpatrick. Never won on the PGA Tours. Al Torres, of course, has famously never won on the PGA Tour. So those will be your co-leaders going to tomorrow. And I think we get a 
You got John Rahm and Keegan Bradley, and then Scotty Scheffler and Adam Hadwin will be the pairings that round out the day. Your final three pairings. Should be a carnage-filled day tomorrow at Brooklyn, as it always is at the U.S. Open. Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris are plus 333 apiece, and Rahm's 4-1. to one. Scheffler plus 550, McElroy 9-1. He's three shots back. She don't mind Rory. Rory kind of, even though Rory shot 73 today, that could have been a heck of a lot worse for Rory. Very easily. What difficult conditions here on this course, if you, especially if you went out late today. You were really in trouble. We'll see. 18th, only one, only one group left on the course, and that is Morikawa. And one uh, more cow and Damon. Damon is the better of the two today at four over par on the round. More cow with a total melt today. More cow needs to par for 77. This is a total disaster for Colin Morikawa, who has nearly played his way out of the top 20 after leading going into today. Total mess for the two time major champion. And he is not in the bad stuff. Not a horrible lie on 18. But again, just a horrible struggle for Colin Morikawa, who along with Rom and Scheffler was, was your co-favorite going into today. You're going to have Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick as co-favorites in all likelihood with Rom just right behind them in the betting markets. Rom and Scheffler probably be pretty similar in those markets tomorrow. Heading to Sunday in the United States Open at the Country Club in Brooklyn. As Morikawa... Looking for something good to happen in this round. Uh, probably heading towards a par there for Morikawa. Dan Leach joins me for the next two hours here on Beeson's Bet Center. Happy to be with you here on a Saturday at Circa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.